Alright, three, two, one, action. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of ASM Scholarships Podcast. Today I am joined by the wonderful Molly. Hi there, thank you for having me. No, please, thank you for coming in today and um, just going to share your story. It's going to be awesome. So, Molly, you're from America. Yes. And you did a question in college, right? Correct. So we're going to talk all about a question, horses, what's it like, you know, collegiate experiences. My favorite subject. Awesome. I know we've been chatting off, off, off the camera, but yeah. definitely some really interesting stuff. So I'm really excited for this episode, especially if you're from overseas or American and you're looking at maybe riding in, in college one day. So yeah. let's, let's back up a bit uh, and talk about, you know, you, uh, maybe in your high school days, why did you want to maybe go into the writing or equestrian field in college? What made you kind of want to do that? Sure. So um, horses, equestrian riding for me, my entire life has been something that um, I've always wanted to do. And it was sort of, you know, it's in your blood. I think when horses are part of you, you can't ever really get out of it. Yeah. And since I was a very young age, all I wanted to do was ride. And I knew from day one that I wanted to compete on a team in college. And I also wanted to study equestrian studies in school. So that kind of narrowed down my search quite a bit when I was thinking about it in high school and the decision of where I wanted to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was never a question. I just knew that's what I wanted to do and set out to do it. Yeah, and you ended up at this school here, it's called SCAB, right? And that's in Georgia, Savannah? Correct, Savannah, Georgia, yeah. Savannah College of Art and Design. And if, if you can see, I'm going to put some pictures on our, our Instagram later, but it looks amazing. It is. The it's, facility. It's, it's beautiful. And your horse is still there. She is, yes. Yeah, yeah I'm very feel honored and fortunate that I was able to compete on that team yeah. um, with SCAD bring my horse and also be an equestrian studies major, so just that triple threat for me and yeah, having yeah. my dreams come true, so that's I'm thankful for that opportunity. That's awesome. So, so let's go back to that. So you, you, you decided you want to ride an equestrian in college, and how did you like, look for schools, how did you pick the programs that you, you, you were looking for? Because I know there's lots of tons, right? It's not like American football, but I like... You know, um, actually, I would um, push back on you a little bit about that. Yeah. I would say that um, I just say, as far as I knew, I wanted to ride on a team. So the Intercollegiate Equestrian Association has over 10,000 riders and it has over 400 schools that compete. So that is at least seven different states and in Canada have HSA teams. So when people say, oh, they are pretty narrow, it's actually not. There's so many more teams out there than people think. There's so many more schools, especially this way. And when I was in my back in 2011, when the schools it's expanded so much, I think there's opportunities at almost all the schools now, whether it's you know, you know, club, club, competing yeah. measures, yeah. whatever they're doing, they're doing a lot of different opportunities for their students. That's where I started saying, saying, where are the teams that we have to be good What areas of the country do you want to be in? And then I learned the equestrian equestrian studies. So once I was those careers in, and there it down, which would be more surveys for me. Then I went, I went, I did some visits, visits, I reached coaches, coaches, different equestrian, you know, professors, facilitators, Decision. I made the 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 decision.
going back to when you say you say that it's actually like you
you know, all these horses that are in the, the lot of what you might be riding and you yeah. randomly, it's, it's a random draw and you pick this horse and yeah. you don't know anything about this horse. You have no warm-up time. You're not allowed to. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it tr it's an even playing field. You right. are walking in that ring and you're competing. So it's the only way they can kind of peel back all these other, you know, aspects that go into yeah. riding and truly make it something that's, um, you know, more fair and accessible for all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we practiced on all different types of horses, um, all different levels to really be able to be the best horseman and, you know, have the best equitation that you can mm. is through that experience of riding horses that are all, they're not all the same. They're yeah. not all the easiest horses to ride. Sometimes they're quirky and different. But um, it kind of makes it fun and challenges you to be better. Did you have your favorites? Oh, I, I definitely had my favorites. <laughs> um, but you know, I I I, feel, I got along with all of them. I was yeah. um, I'm a big fan of the horse, just of how, who they are as individuals. So yeah. um, I enjoyed learning from all of them, and yeah. you know, going through the experience, it kind of amazes you too how adjustable you can be as a rider yeah. to be able to ride a horse that maybe has its own motor, and the next yeah. one's a little bit slow and just controlling them differently is, do you feel is like, important. Do you feel it improves your skill set? Because you're, you're trying different horses 100%. and you're having to adapt so fast. So if it's your own horse, you don't really have to adapt and improve. I mean, I, I didn't, I've never ride. I'd probably yeah. fall off in 10 <laughs> seconds if I do it. But I know when I was playing golf, you play different courses. You, you're always having to adapt your skill set. So yep. I can imagine if you're on a horse. A different horse. Yeah. So horses are just like people. They have yeah. individual personalities right. just like another person does. Yeah. So kind of being able to cater towards that horse and its specific needs, it's it's so cool it's so intricate yeah. and you're saying okay this horse maybe is a little slow so you have to adapt yeah you have to say okay if this turn is coming up a little bit sharp this horse is maybe a little crooked how can you mm. correct him how can you best help your teammate as this horse be successful so the number one best way to do that is to ride different horses right so the more practice that you can get the more adaptable the more slick you know mm. the smooth that you can get with your skill and kind of mastering this craft yeah is the better so you, so you do that in the afternoon, you, you're there from what, like one o'clock till five oh, I, training? Yeah, absolutely. And then you do your do own? Night. And normally I'd have like two classes a day. So normally, right. you know, I'd work out in the morning, um, go to a class, yeah. ride all day, and then maybe have a 5 p.m. class. Um, yeah. And then sometimes it'd be team yoga after that. Yeah. You know, it just sort of depends, but um, And then it's sleep, yeah. repeat. Sleep, repeat. Yeah. Homework, squeeze <laughs> homework in somewhere. Monday yeah. till Friday. Oh, no, yeah. it's it's yeah, actually you, six days a week. Yeah, we, six days a week. Six days oh, a week. Well, we give the horses one day off a week. Golf is easier. Amazing. Yeah, I thought it was tough. We, no, uh, we ride six days a week. The okay. horses get one day off a week. We get one right. day off a week. And Do the horses never get tired. Oh, they get tired. Absolutely yeah. get tired. But then you have to be the best athlete to be able to cater right. that horse. What does that horse need that day? Maybe he's right. a little tired. You need a long warm up. Yeah. Maybe he needs to stretch out. You need to. Do you have to like feed them yourself as well? Or do you no. have people doing that? Um, so uh, from my experience at my yeah. school, no, we did not feed right. the horses um, ourselves. But, you, but your, your programs are the best. What about it, other programs? Other programs, uh, you know, I don't want to speak for the other <laughs> 400 schools names, in there, but um, you know, it's possible. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure what yeah. the other schools do, but um, my specific scat, if I'm correct, they have about 75 horses on the property. Wow, so, so it is an enormous, yeah. enormous um, operation they've got going yeah. there. So it's really not, um, it's not a small scale yeah. school. It's not a small scale program, yeah, but they yeah. do a really great job. And one yeah. more thing I'd love to note about that too is, you know, I think SCAD does have its, its success and I think it's due to, um, you know, the people running it. Yeah. The, the coaches, the staff, the teachers, um, our vet that we've had on staff for the past mm. you know, six years, our farrier, all these people play a, a very important role in keeping these horses happy and healthy. Yeah. And those happy and healthy horses perform best. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah. SCAD gets the best riders, they get the best facility, and it's sort right. of you know what came first, the chicken or the egg, but yeah. I really think it starts with those people that are behind these horses, that are behind yeah. these students, that are running this program is really what 
makes it stand out. Because I don't, I don't think people appreciate how much goes into it. You know? I think a lot of people yeah. just think, oh, well, it's a stables, and you send your horse over there, you go ride. You think the horse just goes, right? You just sit yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you feed it, and off you go. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's like a lot that really goes into this running. No, I mean, the horses, running, yeah. they get chiropractor work, they get massages, yeah. they have, you know, vibe plates, they have, you know, treadmills that they go on. These yeah. horses are athletes just as much as the person is, yeah. and I think... Um, being able to treat it like that, like I was saying, treating the sport as our team, like our workouts, what we do as, as a group, I mm. think translates back and it's proven success. So one of the things that I've noticed with parents, especially not so much the athletes, because they're, they're young, vibrant, right. they just want to go, right? Yeah. Parents are like, how do you handle all of that? How do you, and it's not just a question, it's in all sorts of sports, but it sounds like it's really like full on what, what you were doing, yes. right? How do you cope with the combination of academics, riding, mm -hmm. training, gym? It's like, a lot. Was it? Yeah. It's it is it's a handful, but I think um, you know again I I'm not as educated in the other sports, but I think equestrian sets you up to be strict. Yeah. I think um, this you is can't mess it's about not for the faint. Every night if you're doing that, it's I not mean, for the faint of heart. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not respectful to the horse and not respectful for your team if you're not giving it your all. Yeah. And I think that was something I sort of um, pushed and maybe on some of my teammates too yeah. while I was there is that I want everyone to give their best and um, I think you have to kind of be able to be you know strict with yourself and say okay I need to be at the barn my lesson is now I need to have time to warm that horse up and have respect for what you're doing and I think you build it in and I think everyone cares so much about what they're doing mm. that um, it comes with the structure you know I wanted to wake up and get my workout in so I could get to the barn and spend yeah. six hours there mm. it takes that long yeah it takes care of the horse I think every time you sit on that animal it's a privilege yeah, yeah. Um, so I treat it like that and yeah. every time you swing your leg over you know it's I'm amazed by what we're able to do and yeah. that comes with respect that yeah. I think comes with that balance that you got to get it done You have to keep your grades up in order to be on our team. You yeah. have to be able to monitor all these different things So um, but it makes you strong. I mean, I'm yeah. so thankful for that opportunity I feel like I'm a better person yeah. from it. I, I've only seen I've seen a bit of a question in Wellington Yeah, I, I went there a few years ago and I, I remember watching like how you get these horses I don't know what you call the movements. You might have been watching there. dressage. Maybe that's what yeah, it was. You yeah, might have been watching dressage. Yeah, I, I saw the equation of the jumping over. Jumping, yeah. yep. So I jumpers, saw that. I've seen, I've seen both. But yeah. the dressage was like, oh my god, how do you get that horse? Because I can't even get my Isn't dog to sit down. It looks like, it's like, <laughs> it looks like you're not even, yeah. it's the most silent communication yeah. means they're doing the best job. It, you it's want it to look like you're doing nothing. If you say it looks easy, that means we're doing a good job. Yeah, because I can't even get my dog to sit and I want it to sit and they can get a horse to do all the, I'm like, it's incredible. And that's in college as well, right? You have all the different It's all different. Yep. So I just say riding in college is, they do have Western English, you know, I'll speak only to the English riding, but it is all hunt seat equitation is the type of riding which it's called, which means it's judged on the rider and their ability to equitate and their ability to control the horse. Yeah. So it's not dressage, it's not jumpers, it's not hunters, it is specifically equitation. Right. So um, that means it's judging you and your ability to control that horse yeah. and perform the most successful test possible. Yeah, yeah. And, and okay, so we, we've got the day in the life kind mm -hmm. of now discovered and, you know, it's going to be hard work by yeah. some things, but it's going to make you very strict. So later on, those skills are going to be very attractable, I can imagine, to companies. 100%. And, uh, and we'll get into that with you in a yeah. bit. Um, but what's a competition like? So, you know, how often are you competing? How, what, how are you getting to these events? I know some yeah. programs you're flying in, like, private jets and stuff. <laughs> what's it like at the scale? Yeah. How does that work with So, you um, specifically for um, my experiences, we had charter buses, right. primarily where we would go to. So, um, scout is in Savannah Georgia yeah and so they competed with their um, region was which was about I want to say 
15 other teams that mm -hmm. were primarily down in Florida. So yeah. we would travel by um, charter bus. There yeah. was, you know, 60 people on my team and not everyone would compete. Yeah. So they would take the, you know, whichever riders the, you know, coaching staff would feel is yeah. appropriate for this next team um, would, would compete. They'd travel down um, and you'd compete in your, your region, which might have, you know, 14, 15 other schools mm -hmm. um, all competing for a point system. Yeah. So the team that um, accumulates the highest amount of points after that horse show is declared the winner. Yeah. Um, for the competitions that were further away, so they were in New York or Pennsylvania, um, a few select riders would fly okay. to those um, yeah, competitions depending on where it is because it's hard to get um, yeah, some yeah. of those places, but primarily You've got to drive for 30 hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we do... Um, we would what, what, okay, so then the, the horses you're then using at your campus, are they going with you or this new horses at the event? Correct. So you oh. ride on home team's horses oh. um, at your competition. So if um, SCAD is hosting, yeah. SCAD provides the horses. If you're going to um, so you've got a real Central Florida, home, home team advantage. It's the I guess it's the same like if you're in a stadium, yeah. your home team, you do have a home team advantage. Yeah, I guess like golf, you get your home golf course, so it's a bit yeah, easier. It's, it's, but what about nationals though? Nationals, nationals is, that's good question. It's actually people, who, um, they ask for almost, I think it's a volunteer system of who is able to bring horses. Oh. So um, they ask SCAD, can you please bring up five horses? Okay. Centenary College bringing five horses, um, Mount Holyoke five horses, and they're kind of creating a pot. Uh, um, so that's kind of how they keep it equal um, playing field as far as it goes to nationals. Get whatever you're given. And then you pull that name out and you're riding <laughs> Pia today and either it's your lucky day or it's not. And uh, how can you adapt to it? So. You're just like, please be the one. Yeah, you, 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 you can watch them warm up. You can watch yeah. your eyes and see the horses go, but you can't actually yeah. um, do any physical warm up yourself. Oh, man. So that's, that must be tough. It's nerve wracking. You're waiting yeah. there for the draw and you're just like, oh, geez, yeah. I hope it's a good one. But yeah. um, it makes it, it's, it's a really fun experience. Cool. It's fair yeah. for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, everyone's got the same pick, I guess. So it's not. Uh, like yeah, for the most part. I mean, every once in a okay. while you get thrown a you get thrown a curveball, but yeah. you know, I think that's that's the nature of it. And some yeah. of my best memories too are saying like, you know, that horse. I remember him. Like, I'm yeah. glad that you know it's a good memory. And to that's work what's with. fun about college. It just gives you this these memories that you get Absolutely. to have forever. That's what I kind of remember. It's like all these stories of things like that. Yeah. these little things and, make it fun. And I would say too, like that, like I think I mentioned before too, is. Um, riding intercollegiately gave me a team for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd never had a team to compete on before, even though I've been riding since I was seven yeah. years old, but it's always been myself. So now that I had these teammates, yeah. you know, you wake, you work out with them, you go to the barn together, you socialize with them, you're in the same classes. You know, I appreciated that so much is mm. that I have, they're my best friends even today as my yeah. teammates. And I think that's something cool for riders to realize that as much as you love the sport and what you're doing now individually, having a team is mm. such a cool opportunity. and. People cheer on, like I was saying, the lower level riders mean so much, just as much as everyone else. So you yeah. kind of get into it and support everyone. It's it's a cool system. And um, you know, when, when it comes to, to nationals, like that obviously happens once a year, but all the competitions mm -hmm. prior to that, how many kind of competitions are you having leading up to nationals? Sure, you know, I think it's um, individual to what region or zone you're in. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I think it's probably about 15 different competitions, right. um, and then they take the you know the top two that go from. Zones that make it onto nationals. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of it's a it dwindles down to who's the best of the best that make it. I think it's eighteen teams that right. might make it to nationals from all over um, the, the country, country in Canada. Yeah. yeah. And um, how how did your coach like pick the players who are going to compete? For yeah. Because I know I know in, like golf had to qualify. 
that's how our coach did uh-huh. it. But I know every program's different. So like, what's the traditionally how a coach and so I would suppliers? yeah I would say traditionally it's a little bit different, um, and of course depends on what team you're on and how many riders you have. Sure. So there's eight different divisions that you can compete on at a IHSA horse show, yeah. and those range from the walk trots to the open jumping, mm-hmm. and um, so you can have a rider in all of those divisions, but you can also have multiple riders and um, you're each competing for points. Mm-hmm. So first place is getting a certain amount of points, second place gets a less amount of points, yeah. and that gets tallied towards the winner. Yeah. Um, so the coach, it's up to their discretion on who they want to put in yeah. to fill that position, who you think would have the best chances yeah. of scoring the highest placing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you want your rider to be able to go out there and hopefully win, because yeah, they're gonna yeah. score the highest amount of points for your team. But um, you also rank points um, as an individual. So every time you score a point for your team, it goes into your, your bank of your individual rider, and that can qualify you as an individual rider mm-hmm. to compete at, at nationals yourself. Um, so you also have the option of moving into different divisions according to point accumulation. So um, sometimes if you're you know really great and you're up there and you want to keep um, riding, your coach might hold you back a little bit because she knows you're very close to pointing out of a division. Yeah. So she wants to save you for some of maybe the the tougher uh, horses down the road. Got it. Um, so uh, it really just, it's well. it, there's a, so much strategy that goes yeah. into it that people don't realize that's not always just the best rider gets to compete. Yeah. But um, she puts and also you got to get different you know riders out there to get experience. Yes. That's the only way to learn is to to go out there and do it. So. It's not different. It's not different. Yeah. Like it's not just the sports, you know, like like basketballs and yep. footballs. It's, yeah, you don't play every single time. You don't yeah. ride every single time. It's really a, a team sport, and when you have sixty people on your team, yeah. it's you're not always sport, out there. Yeah. yeah, got it. Okay, and I know I know a lot of athletes that um, that we've helped and gone through this equestrian process. Olympics is one of the big things that's on their mind, right? Yep. Um, how did you, did you see many people come through? The, maybe your program, other programs went on to the Olympics or. Uh, um, I, know, I know in other sports like basketballs and in soccer, you get a lot of athletes going right. onto the Olympics. Of How's it with a, a question? Do you feel like it's something that college helps them, or is it maybe not the right pathway if they want to go? Um, to it is not the right pathway. I'd say. Yeah. Well, it could be. It's very helpful. I think it's an amazing opportunity. But I think um, a question as far as the Olympics, um, athletes have a very long. Um, tenure with the sport yeah. so athletes that are riding the olympics could be 50 years old right. where if you're riding if you're an athlete for a, a different sport you're probably not at that age yeah, so yeah. our athletes at the top stay at the top for 30 years wow. so there's yeah, much yeah. less turnover for these six top athletes in the entire country yeah. where there's 10,000 people riding an ihsa right. so um the pathway to the olympics yeah. is um quite different than I would say what you're looking at at college riding right. but to that too I would say that I had the honor of riding with um, some of the top Grand Prix young riders right. in the country that I learned so much from they're out there they're out there in Wellington right now right. riding in Grand Prix that are the next up-and-coming riders yeah. that did go through the IHSA program right. and there have been um, Olympic riders that have ride, ridden in IHSA when yeah. their time was in college but now they're um, more seasoned veterans that are out there. Got it, got it. So t- typically then like the pathway if you're going to go to college is you know you're going to come to college to, to ride and maybe end up as a Grand Prix or get a job out of it. Mm-hmm. It's more of an enjoyment of the sport and, and using it to kind of be 
uh, get a scholarship to help increase your absolutely tuition, make it less. Of totally, course, right? yeah. absolutely could, and then also it opens up so many more doors for you to, um, you know, educate yourself and become this yeah. fully well-rounded rider. Yeah. When people say like, "Oh, do you know how to ride?" Well, no one ever knows how to ride. I think you're always learning. Every time mm. you take a step, there's something else. You're never done learning how to participate in this sport. Mm. So I think being able to soak in, like we were saying, all these different horses, all these experiences, only makes you better. Yeah. So having those four years to really compete and do something different like this, and also get your educational degree, I think is so yeah. important for these riders to have, and something you can always come back on is incredible and an experience I highly recommend. What would you say was like the best experience of your collegiate time? Is it? Um, question. My my best, I, you know, I always say being with my team, having that yeah. experience, and being able to grow with riders that you know weren't people that I'd meet before or in my in my level those yeah, riders yeah. being able to interact with them but um I I had the privilege of riding at nationals I had the yeah. privilege of riding um at a national championships my senior year and um I had an amazing experience and yeah. that's a memory that always stands out to me if you could do it again would you do it again absolutely I would go yeah. back in a heartbeat I feel like every athlete says <laughs> yeah. you know unless you've done it yeah everyone doesn't get it no it's kind of like you can talk about this it's all great but until you've lived it it's like ah, oh, now I get it those How those memories yeah. stay with you and yeah. you know being able to pair it's such a passion I think people ask me too like that's an that's an art school and I yeah. think like that's strange why are, why are you riding horses there yeah. they really treat it as like I said it's an it's an athletic endeavor but mm. it's also like a performing art it's yeah. really a craft that oh, we're over yeah. here perfecting. So I think they treat it just the same as if you're a singer or you're out there performing in a musical. Um, you know, SCAD lets you perfect your art. This mm. is a, a skill that you're working on. So obviously you, you got the sports side of it. What, so let's talk about the academics. What sure. were you doing in school? What were you studying? Yeah, I was actually an equestrian studies major and right. a business entrepreneurship minor. There you go. Yeah. So that's some, that's some big stuff. Yeah. So you did took more than one really thing there. Yeah. And, and, and then you, you graduated and then what did you do after university? Yeah. So um, after when I, you know, graduated from school, I said, okay, what do I want to do? I felt so accomplished and I felt like SCAD granted me all these amazing opportunities to compete and I yeah. felt in a really good place where I was riding and I yeah. said you know, I want to broaden my horizons a little bit more I want to see yeah. what else I can do um, so I but I knew I wanted to be with horses and I wanted to be in this area which is what brought me down to South Florida yeah I work in Wellington which you mentioned yeah. before which is like a big hub for it is it's actually the longest running horse yeah. show in the world is in Wellington. Mm -hmm. it goes um, yeah. all winter season for 12 weeks ah. and so I said I, this is where I need to be I want to continue my path so I work for a nonprofit mm -hmm. that um, uses the global equestrian community to fund children's programs in developing countries That's awesome. um, so it's a uh, a charity that gives equestrians the ability to give back right so you're using your network now in the question exactly. to help do better for the world that's mm -hmm. awesome stuff yeah I know Wellington's a, it's a big place for the equestrian uh, yeah I know, I know, I think the capital <laughs> yeah yeah Prince Harry was down here recently yeah. I know he was with his uh, Meghan Merkel they yeah. down to Miami for some conference so and I believe he's, he's done polo there a few yeah, times yeah polo's well, big so. there dressage jumping yeah. you get it's, it's the horse capital Doing of the world shout out for Wellington it's <laughs> yes. in the backyard where we are yes. which is great right um, okay cool so what would you recommend athletes listen to maybe parents listen to this mm -hmm. what would be like your message to them um, you know if they're thinking about this process I, I always preach like start early which is, sounds like you did that right mm -hmm. that's kind of why you ended up on the best colleges in the, in the states yeah what you did. but what's your your message you my, my message I would say is communication I think the best thing you can do is the more you know so yeah. I would say I when people even ask me like oh can you you know help me kind of guide on this I say you know reach out 
yeah. you know, t- send an email, like contact someone that can help you find yeah. these other areas. And I said, ask questions, introduce yourself, yeah. figure out, is this what I'm looking for? And mm-hmm. then if you can answer yes to these questions, I mean, maybe nowhere is an exact perfect fit, but if you can check off most of those boxes, yeah. you're going to be in good hands. But the best thing you can do is ask questions and get your name out there and yeah. um, start exploring. Exactly. Do your research. Do your research. Because a lot of people go, oh, I like that school. They email the coach. Mm-hmm. And we had a coach in here a couple of weeks ago. And I get all these emails. I can tell they're just like email blasting. Right. Us, and it's like delete. Right? right. So I like you know, do your research. Make sure that's the right Make fit. Make that connection. Uh, yeah. yeah. Have, have a conversation. You that exactly. Know it's so much easier when that happens. I completely agree. And so, I think I'm, I'm lucky that I was able to do that and, you know, start the conversation and say, you know, I'm interested. You know, is this something, is it a fit for you too? Does, yeah. Is the coaching staff looking for your type of ride? Do they want you to, do they think you'd be a good fit just as much as you feel like the school would be a fit for you? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Molly, I've really enjoyed our conversation. I think there's been a lot of uh, good information today you've shared with us about your experience of college and um, your, you know, transitioning from high school yeah. to college to now being a, in the professional world. So really interesting stuff. Is there anything you want to leave with us, share before before I let you get back on your horse? Um, yeah, before I get back on the horse, you know, I would just say, you know, like, stick with it. You know, yeah. the best thing you can do is just go out there and practice more, and the yeah. more you learn, um, the better you're going to be. So just don't give up and just keep going. Good stuff. We always fist pump the end, so awesome job. <laughs> Thank and, you for uh, having me. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to subscribe and, and feel free to share among the equestrian world. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Take care. Cool, that's awesome. Yay. You're so good. Oh, was it good? Sorry, I felt awesome. like I was.